Hey, Podcast Babe. Welcome to Season 7 of the Podcast Babe's podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbase.com. You can find everything there from our current pricing packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes. It's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hello, podcast babes. Welcome to a new interview episode. Today, I'm joined here by Laura Ora. She is an alignment coach for driven female entrepreneurs to undo the shoulds of life and business and reclaim the parts of themselves that they have unintentionally given away to people, circumstances, or situations so that they can create the aligned business they actually want. Very, very important work, I think. Laura is also the host of the Gutsy podcast. The Gutsy podcast has been downloaded over 42,000 times in 106 countries. So she has been podcasting for a while. She has a lot to share, I think, in this interview. So I'm really, really excited to have you here, Laura. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about your work as an alignment coach? I already said it in the bio of, or in the introduction, of course, but can you tell me more about what you do exactly? That's always a really great question. You know, I think the entrepreneurial journey is such an interesting journey and where I am today is not where I started. So I've been a business owner for 15 years. My first business, which is still up and running, is a branding agency. And so I started my career, my entrepreneurial journey as a graphic designer, grew that into an agency started working with lots of brands all over the country and all over the world. And through that process, I thought I would be, you know, a branding guru and a graphic designer until the day that I die. And I think that there's a part of that that is still true because it's so much a part of who I am. I love the design world and what it can do. But through that journey, I found that I loved talking to the entrepreneur that we were working with just as much, maybe even a little bit more than talking about design. And so I learned to just kind of start leaning into the things that really lit me up. And so that has fast forwarded to creating a version of this that has guided me to honestly be where I am now and doing something that really lights me up. So much of this entrepreneurial journey is allowing yourself, allowing yourself to follow the things that light you up allowing yourself to try new things, even if you don't have the answers, allowing yourself to be who you are in the space that you are in. And I don't know, I've just kind of always leaned into what makes me excited and how it helps people. And so that has guided me to being primarily an alignment coach now, which is helping other female entrepreneurs to get into alignment with themselves, to allow themselves to hear themselves. What do I love? Who am I really? What do I actually want in this world and in this life? What kind of business do I really want to run? Because it's so easy to get clouded, you know, by being influenced by what you see on the internet or what other people are doing or what you feel like you should, right? So much of this is on shoulds. 
and really just tapping back into who you are and getting into alignment with yourself. Because when you're in alignment, that's where the magic happens. That, I mean, I literally just smile every time I think about it because that that's where it's at. That's where everything <laughs> that you see and feel and want and desire becomes an actual thing. Yeah, beautiful. I love that you said that you love talking with entrepreneurs, right? You loved speaking with these entrepreneurs when you had your branding agency, when you were a graphic designer. Is that also what sparked the idea of a podcast? Like, oh, I love talking to these entrepreneurs. Let's do that. But then broadcast it, you know, let other people listen in. Is that how it was for you? Or how did that start of the it podcast was absolutely go? absolutely what spearheaded it, for sure. So I found that I enjoyed having these conversations. And in the office that I was in at the time, you know, these clients would come in and sit on my couch in my office. And it was like a safe space. You know, I acknowledge that through who I am naturally, I just love to hold a space for people to say and feel and do what they need to do. And so I think that a lot of people felt safe coming into my office and they'd sit on my couch and they would just start like word vomiting, right? Like, this is how I feel. And this is what's actually going on. And like, we're not talking about your logo at this point, right? We're talking about your human feelings. And so I have that couch still today. It's called the green couch. And that realization led to what was then called the green couch project. So a couple of times a year, I would have this whole production. It was more like a mini TV show, so to speak. And on, I would have entrepreneurs come in and I would interview them on the couch and we would have a photographer and a videographer. And it was like this whole production. And it was amazing. Years worth of content of entrepreneurs spilling their gutsy, talking about what's really happening. Because before you're a business owner, you're a human. And there are so many human thoughts, feelings, and emotions that happen that really need to be catered to, that really need to be honored and felt through. And so we would talk about that stuff on the green couch. And after a few years, you know, the cost of putting on that production was increasing by the episode and there wasn't any income coming from it. So it just didn't really make sense to continue doing it in that format. So I thought, how do I keep doing this? How can I reach more people? How can I have more conversations? How can I share these stories and make a bigger impact? And I thought, what about a podcast? Let's do that. I can do all of those things, drastically lower my overhead and be able to impact more people. And so here we are today. Exactly. So these interviews that you did before, were those like also YouTube videos or did it also go on a podcast or... How did you share that with the world? And then my other question is also like, did you take that and rebranded it as the Gutsy Podcast or was it a whole new project? So all of the videos still are up on YouTube. Now, if you look up the Gutsy Podcast, it will take you to and you'll see all the playlists of all those videos. And they're inspiring, right? And those short videos, there's like music and it just, I don't know, it just like gets you. After you watch a few of them, you're like, you know what? I can do this. I got this. I can do this. And so, you know, the Green Couch Project essentially just kind of dissolved and became then a new brand of the Gutsy Podcast. While it's still very much an extension of what that was, it was a step off of it. I just felt like Gutsy is such an impactful word. It's something that every entrepreneur has, and it embodies so much of what 
every entrepreneur does every single day. So it seemed more fitting to lean into the collective, which is now the Gutsy Podcast. Mm, yeah. And how was that transition for you as the interviewer, as the podcast host? I got a lot of questions of podcasters who were like, mm, maybe I want to rebrand, but I'm not sure how and is that even a good idea? And like what all goes into that? So how was what was your experience rebranding or yeah, is it really rebranding or maybe like transitioning into this new transition plus rebrand, kind of all of the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much that is the same. It's just the green couch project didn't fit. You know, it fit so perfectly when people were physically coming in and sitting on the couch and talking to me. But when we started to look at scaling the podcast and reaching more people, it just didn't align as much back to alignment, listening to, to my gut and saying, okay, there's something bigger here. And I want to walk out the door and into the space already stepping into that bigness. It helps tremendously having a branding agency because rebranding is a little bit more simplistic. I say a little bit because sometimes most of the time we're our own worst critic. So it's very easy to overdo things. You know, there's a lot of variables when you're talking about rebranding or repositioning a podcast or a product or a business. There's a lot of depth that goes into it. So I'm a huge fan of if you feel like you have outgrown or if you feel like your current branding is putting a, a ceiling on you, right? Like sometimes it's a word or a phrase or something, it just like doesn't feel like you have the capacity within that brand to expand to the way that you want to. That's a pretty good reason to start really considering. If it's just because you're bored with it, or you feel like, you know, a lot of people are doing a lot of new things on the internet, or you feel like you're falling behind on something, or you see it all the time. So you're like, oh, let me judge it up a little bit. That's not really the best reason to go through a rebrand because it can be time-consuming and costly and confusing to your audience. So for me, there was a lot of communication about it, right? Like talking to our past participants, utilizing social media, talking about the why is really important. Why are we doing this? What is the bigger scale? What is the bigger impact? So, you know, you really got to feel into why do I want to do this? What's calling me to do this? Yeah. You don't want to do it every few months or every year, probably, because that's also just exhausting for everyone you know like for the audience for you as the host and costly yes, for sure yeah, that definitely makes sense can we also talk a little bit about the format that you use on the gutsy podcast because i think it's a really creative one actually and i really like it so can you tell us more about what kind of episodes we can expect on the gutsy podcast yeah absolutely so new episodes come out every week there's actually two episodes every week so on tuesdays is an interview with a guest I'm very fortunate to have a lot of wonderful, super powerful, like just incredibly smart guests from all around the world that I get to share the space with. And we talk about something very specific, you know, whether it's marketing your business or getting in touch with your intuition, you know, on my show, we talk a lot about like the whole self. So emotionally, spiritually, what's going on on the inside and then also how do we take aligned action on the outside not just to fill time so on tuesdays i get to share the space with a guest and we have something very specific that we're talking about 
one of my goals always, always, always with the show is to leave you with something actionable, right? Because we can inspire and fluff things up all day long. But, you know, after you put the phone down or close out of the tab on your browser, what do you do with that information? So we always make sure that you have something very grounded and practical that you can implement right away. And then on Thursday of that same week, we have shorter episodes called the Power Back episodes. So taking your power back is all about reclaiming who you are, stepping back into yourself, getting back into alignment with yourself, and taking guided, inspired action. And so these Power Back episodes take a little tiny piece of something that came from the Tuesday episode, and we just go like deep, very, very quickly. You know, it's not a lot of fluff. There's some awareness building. We talk about the topic. But then what are like two to four ways that you can implement? What are some things that you can do to actually shift or make a change? So those episodes are usually less than 10 minutes long because we get right into it. It's a micro coaching session, so to speak. This is really awesome because you have this amazing content, right? You have these interviews and you're taking it one step further. It's not just sitting there on the podcast forever. No, you're bringing it back on Thursdays. And you're helping your audience with taking that next step. And I think as podcasters, we can learn a lot from that. Like maybe for your podcast, it will look different. It's not going to be a power back episode like on the Gutsy podcast, but maybe you can give more background information. It also doesn't have to be twice a week. You know, like if you have weekly episodes, one week can be an interview and then the other week can be you giving more background information. But I, this idea of taking your audience one step further into this content that you already created and that you worked so hard for to get it out there. I think that's just really smart, but also from a listener's perspective, that's just awesome. That just brings so much value. So I think we can definitely take that away from this interview with Laura that think about how you can do that on your own podcast. I would yeah, say. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about this is you get to create your podcast however you want to. The format that you do it in, whether you do video or only audio, how many episodes you put out a week. Like, I mean, you can model your podcast off of hundreds of thousands of podcasts, but that comes back to, and I will always bring you back to what feels right to you. What is realistic to you, right? Like to say, I'm going to put out five episodes a week. Holy cow, right? Like, is that realistic? But to somebody that may be, that may be completely doable, right? But that doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. So yes, be influenced by what others are doing. Say, oh, that I like that. How can I make it my own? How can I do it like me? And that's where you'll find success with it because so much success is, there's resistance with it when you're trying to force yourself to do something the way that someone else is doing. So if the power back episode concept is like, you know, hey, that kind of does something for me. I'm kind of feeling something. Feel into that and say, okay, what is my version of that? Or what can I shift on my podcast that makes me excited? So, you know, always, always, always come back to what is realistic and what feels right to me. Yeah, exactly. Taking that inspiration. So don't copy, but taking people's advice for inspiration and then making that your own, like you said, I think that is great advice. So, Laura, I think you're like 120 episodes in or something of the Gutsy podcast. And then you also had the Green Couch Project before. So 
I am sure that in that time of doing all these interviews, you have learned a lot. And probably also things changed in the months and years of doing the podcasts. What are some surprising things that you experience or learned through the podcast? I'm always really curious because everyone's experience is so different here. So how has it been for you? So many surprises and so many learning moments. The first one comes down to equipment. So when you think you're starting a podcast or you're already doing a podcast, it's like, I need to have all the bells and whistles first and then record. And, you know, even right now in this moment with you in this space, I am still recording on my $25 Logitech headset that I got on Amazon when I launched the podcast and it works phenomenal. I mean, I've interviewed hundreds of guests, including some celebrities, right, on this Amazon headset. And there isn't a fancy studio. There isn't a lot of bells and whistles. It's me and my mic and you in this space. And so if you're feeling like, oh, it's a little bit of imposter syndrome, right? Like I'm not good enough if I don't have, right? I don't look legit enough if I don't have. And really your value is not equated to your fancy equipment. There's a time and a place. I can't wait to build out my podcast studio. I'm ready for that. But then I've been interviewing people for for years on very simplistic materials. So don't wait to get started or don't wait to put yourself out there until you have all the perfect equipment or the perfect setup or the perfect background. Because at the end of the day, people are going to keep coming back because of the value that you provide, not because you have like a $500 microphone. It's just the way that it is. The only thing that I've learned is why not? And what I mean by that is why can't you interview somebody that seems out of reach? Why can't you get on a podcast that seems out of reach, right? Like there's this barrier, mental barrier, where I need to have more of this before I can do that, or I need to have more downloads, or I need to have more listeners, or I need to have like all this bigness behind me before I can go after it. And I'm just in the mindset that I'm, I'm fully capable of having a conversation with anybody. That's really what it breaks down to. So if anyone's familiar with the show, The Prophet on CNBC, it's hosted by Marcus Limonis. He's really big in the entrepreneurial world and helping entrepreneurs to revamp their business and bring it back to life. And one day I was just like, I want to interview him. And it's funny because it seems crazy, right? But these are humans. These are human beings, just like the rest of us. And so why not? So after a couple of months of poking around and sending emails, I caught him on Twitter at the right moment. And he said, I'll give you 10 minutes. And I interviewed Marcus Lemonis from CNBC's The Prophet, right? And it's, it comes back to like, well, who am I? Who am I to do this? Who am I to ask? Like, he's got way better. Th- you know, you can talk yourself out of these opportunities all day long. But if you start to lean into, well, why not? I mean, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So it's, if I ask, I know that I tried. So it, don't underestimate yourself. Don't underestimate the power of your voice and what you're being called to. Because chances are it's leading you to something really great. Absolutely. I love this story. I think it's, you're so right. 
you just gotta ask and maybe he says no maybe he says nope sorry don't have time now okay well then that's an answer and you know. and, yeah and the world is still there like you didn't die <laughs> so it's not the end of the world yeah it happened with tori dunlap from her first 100k i don't know if you're familiar with her but she saved a hundred thousand dollars and she could retire now and she's in her mid-20s and she went super viral on tiktok and has got herself placed in you know some of the some of america's most amazing publications and is just like on it right like she's sharp she's on it and she's impacting women she's teaching women how to beat the patriarchy by getting rich right how to save how to grow well how to really be stable in your own finances and i'm like this girl has no time for me. And she, you know, and then I was like, hold on, why not? So I sent her a video. I emailed it to her team. And it's another really amazing episode of the Gutsy Podcast. She said yes. And we did the thing. So there's nothing that you can't do if you're willing to try. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really good. Thank you for sharing that. I have a lot more questions, but I'll leave it with one last question because I'm, again, really, really curious about this. What has the podcast done for your business? So the podcast has done a lot of really cool things. I kind of paused and reflected that moment and asked that because the first thing that it's done is it has helped me personally grow. It's given me a space to show myself that my voice matters, that people do want to hear what I have to say that people do value the hour that we spend together on Tuesdays and love digging in together on for 10 minutes on Thursdays. It's that I matter because I fought so long in my life to be heard and stayed quiet for a long time. So my podcast has shown me that my voice matters. So first and foremost, that's the most important. But the second thing is when you have a podcast, it is unfreaking believable how many people find you that get yeah, I mean, it, sometimes I look at the metrics and I'm like what like where did these people even come from like 106 countries we've been downloading it now and I'm like to operate my business in my zip code that would be nearly impossible right to just stay in my area and do my thing and I'm not saying that that's wrong because if that's for you then that's very much for you but the fact that I get to have conversations with powerful women around the world and people find me around the world, it puts me in front of my next client. It helps somebody that may be following me on Instagram to say, you know what? Yeah, this is the right coach for me. I do want to work with her. So it's helped in so many ways, professionally and personally, but the reach and the opportunity to be in front of people to expand my business in a meaningful way has been kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, I especially love your first answer. So what I expected when I started my podcast, and I think many, many podcasters with me, is, okay, well, we're going to start a podcast and we'll find new clients or new clients will find us. But I totally agree with you that it's so much more. It brings so many more opportunities. And especially it's such a great vehicle for personal growth. And it looks different for everyone, but I think whatever you do as a podcaster, like you will always grow from it. So I think that's a really great answer and that's really good to hear that it had such a big impact on you personally, but then also on your business. Laura, thank you so much for sharing all this so openly and sharing your podcast story with us. 
sharing your lessons and learnings. And I think this was really awesome. Can you tell us where people can find out more about you and about the Gutsy podcast, of course? Yeah, absolutely. So you can learn all things my world at lauraura.com. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A chat. Send, you know, I'm very active. I play most on TikTok and Instagram. I'm at that Laura Aura. And if you're interested in the Gutsy podcast, thegutsypodcast.com will take you to all the most recent episodes and talk to you a little bit more about the Gutsy Collective, which is a new group where we can continue to have conversations outside of the podcast and be with like-minded women to help learn, grow, and expand. Cool. We'll also make sure to add all the links to the show notes. So you can go to the show notes, click all the links there, connect with Laura, find out more about her work as an alignment coach, and also listen to the podcast, listen to the Gutsy podcast. Highly encourage you to check it out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode next week. All right, that's it for today. Do you want to know more of my podcast monetization and growth tips? I share my best tips with my email list. So click the link in the show notes to receive our weekly value-packed podcast newsletter. I'll see you there. Hey, podcast babe. Before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.